welcome, 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 welcome to the What's Next podcast with Dave and Blair. Blair, I just got out of the truck for the, well, I got out to go to the restroom, but other than that, since 8 a.m., it is now 4 p.m., mm-hmm. I've been in my truck. Yeah, I called you, said, uh, hey, you home safe? And you're like, I'm in Little Rock. And I said, <laughs> you want to do this tomorrow? And you're like, no, <laughs> mentally I'm ready. Uh, it gives you plenty of time to decide what you want to talk about, how you want to talk about it, and when you want to talk about it. Well, I knew that you had to pee because when you brushed past Morgan uh, on your way to the bathroom without the hug, I was like, man, that guy's got to pee. It is. That's probably the hardest thing to do is walk past Morgan without getting a hug first, but... <laughs> I stopped in Sulphur Springs, Texas, and uh, had another 32 ounces of water in my Yeti mm. between there and here. So, uh, How much hydrating did you need to do after three days of duck hunting? A lot. Yeah, I would imagine. It was great. Are you only duck hunting in the morning? Only duck hunting in the morning. Okay. And then you get to hang out all day. So the, the way that I know, well, let's just go, this is our Thanksgiving show. The, oh yeah! Welcome to the Thanksgiving show. This is everybody. our Thanksgiving show, and the way that I know it's Thanksgiving mm-hmm. is I go for opening day of duck hunting season in Arkansas with some of my really good friends, and we've done it since 2017 now, and that's always the Saturday before Thanksgiving. So this weekend is fathers who have daughters. This is the kick in the nuts weekend. Yes, because. Everything on Facebook is your buddies and their sons killing things. 100%. And so I saw Donnie with his kid, Nathan uh, with his kid, Owen killed his first elk I saw in that. New Mexico, which is pretty badass. Brought home like 125 pounds of meat. They're having elk tenderloins for Thanksgiving. Um, I saw Reed uh, with, with his son. Reed Wilcox, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I was like, oh, shit, uh, I've got a vegetarian daughter. This is a, this is a hard <laughs> weekend for me to get through emotionally. So we got all three seasons of duck hunting in one season. We had 70 degrees of mosquitoes. We had 54 degrees in rain, and we had 41 degrees in sunshine. Yeah, you know, Texas likes to think we're the only ones with shitty weather, but everyone's got it. Oh, yeah, there's yeah. no doubt. But that what a disappointment, because you do think Thanksgiving is cold you get to wear layers if you're out hunting you're in a blind you're a little chilly it's probably part of the fun to be in there sweating has got to be a different experience yeah i don't own a lot of duck camo and short sleeves <laughs> so but we needed the long sleeves to keep the mosquitoes off of us Jeez. so thanksgiving is by far my favorite holiday of the year um, some people like halloween some people like the fourth of july all kids like christmas i love thanksgiving because it's my two favorite things Cooking food and watching football. So it became my favorite as well. I have a weird mental hang-up, by the way. If during the regular course of the year, someone says something that leads me to a Thanksgiving memory, I would say the word Valentine's. I don't know why. (laughs) I I think it's it's insane. But it became my favorite when I became an Aggie. Growing up, my friend, it was not my favorite. My family did not do Thanksgiving well. Yeah, and you, you will know, and we'll get into it later, but my grandmother made amazing spread for Thanksgiving. I got to see my cousins that I normally didn't get to see on a regular basis, and it was my favorite day of the year as a kid. So most of my adult life, I've thought about your grandmother being a great cook. And it's funny to go back in my mind to think of what she was cooking and whether or not I would think that was good now, like salmon croquettes she could knock that out of the park every time but now would i want 
a fried piece of salmon. Yes. Okay. <laughs> because it was so salty, and, and the catfish seasoning on it was so amazing. It just yeah. melted in your mouth. And somehow she could do all of those things for you with no onions. That's right. Yeah. Never an onion, never a piece of broccoli, nothing. No celery in the dressing. She tricked it up with boiled eggs chopped up. Now, the boiled egg leads me to a funny TikTok that I saw where this lady was furious at her sister because she had brought the um, macaroni and cheese to Thanksgiving, and she had tried a new recipe that had 12 eggs in it. (laughs) (laughs) And she was reading her the riot act, man. Uh, That was about as funny as anything. And, And that is a hard truth, and that is this is not the holiday to experiment on cooking no you bring the tradition you bring exactly how it should be done (laughs) so i have my grandmother's original recipe card Mm -hmm. index card what she forgot to tell me was you multiply everything times four okay so i wake up and we're going to drive down to my parents house and i'm going to do the dressing because my mom wasn't feeling well make my biscuits break them all up get my cornbread, break it all up, do everything, boil the eggs, do everything. And it made enough for four people. (laughs) So I had to to quickly go to the store and start all over again and multiply it by four. That's funny. The the one thing I do know about anyone sharing a recipe, they always leave one thing out. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, What temperature do I cook this at? Damn it. (laughs) Come on. It says high, you know, or broil. Is that the low broil setting, the high broil? But Thanksgiving at my grandmother's house was always magical. We would show up, then we would eat at 1 o'clock. Everybody would eat, kids at the kids' table, adults at the adult table, finish up, do the dishes just in time for the cowboy game. We would go out, and me and my cousin and my brother would play um, two-on-one tackle football. Nice. One guy tries to score, two guys try to tackle him. There is, in the yard, there is no such thing as flag, two below the belt. No, it smokes somebody. Yeah, you tackle. Uh, I had a cousin that was three years older than me. My brother was four years older, and we would go out and play tackle football, and I would get killed and loved it. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. So we come in, watch the end of the game. Back then, we always won, and then we would make turkey sandwiches, watch a movie, go to bed, spend the night at my grandmother's house, and get up and go deer hunt the next day. All right, so the people who are listening to us in California, New York, Chicago, you got people living in, uh, listening to us in Montana. Alabama, North Carolina. I want to hear from them, because I know you and I kind of, I had an Oklahoma and Texas upbringing. Right. Everywhere I've lived, Texas A&M football has played that night, and the Cowboys during the day. Right. When do people eat their Thanksgiving? Because here in the South, at least every family I've been you part of. You have to time it right. Yeah. It, you want to be done in time for the Cowboy game. Right. So you got the Cowboy game, then you eat your sandwich before the Texas-Texas A&M game started at 730. That's right. But now we play LSU. Right. And I don't know if they're being really cool to their fans. I don't know if they're being dicks. I'm not for sure. I know I have my opinion. But they do not want to play us on Thanksgiving night. No. And they always beat us. So I don't know what it what. Two days makes a difference. Yeah, I loved, and that's when I fell in love with Thanksgiving, is the A&M Texas tradition of playing on that night. We'd have bonfire the night before. And that, to me, was when I fell in love because, Dave, I didn't even get turkey for Thanksgiving as a kid. My grandmother didn't like turkey, so we got a roast chicken. Oh, Yeah. 
It, That's awful. Yeah, I, I didn't even know what the point of this. As exercise if turkey's was. not dry enough, you got to dry chicken. And they didn't drink any alcohol. Right. Well, that was your family too. Sure, but. There was just no way to trick up the fun except for grandma's rolls. You yeah. know, her rolls were a constant. The closest I've had to them, because we're talking about sharing recipes, she shared a recipe, but no one can duplicate it. Right. The closest I have found that can be mass produced are those little rolls that come with your Chick-fil-A minis in the morning. That's kind of what my grandmother's rolls tasted like. That uh, was Thanksgiving to me. Our schedule changed when I got to A&M, and we would play Texas, and if it was a home game, my grandmother would move Thanksgiving to Friday because mm-hmm. she knew I wanted to go to the game. And so she just told everybody, Thanksgiving will be Friday this year. And then <laughs> if we played in Austin, Thanksgiving will be on Thursday this year. So she was very, very flexible that way just for me. So that made it awesome. But the first time I saw you become an Aggie mm-hmm. was your very first bonfire. Uh, no doubt. I left just solely. I was at Abilene Christian at the time was on double secret probation. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just wanted to have a normal college experience, be able to drink cold diggity beers and, and all of that. And met you, went down to A&M, and was really just kind of there because, well, hey, I had connections. It was a big university. Let's go have fun. And you didn't understand what Bonfire was. No. I grew up an Oklahoma State fan. I wasn't paying attention right. to any of that. And, yeah, the first time we had an apartment complex or, or a, a quadruplex. Right. That was, what do you think, about half a mile yeah. from where the bonfire site was? Mm-hmm. So we would walk. And just walking back after seeing, it felt like 100,000. I don't know how many people attended. It was about 100,000. Just all chanting and singing and, and doing all these yells all at the same time. And, of course, everyone's molared up and, and just filled with the, uh, the Thanksgiving the spirit. spirit. Yeah. yeah. And just walking back, I just remember thinking, I made the best decision of my life by coming here. Yeah. It it's a sixty nine foot tall. Oh, I think the radius on it is usually about hundred and fifty feet. And no matter how far back you are, when they light it up, you feel it. Yeah, and we've been when it's hot, like you were saying with yep. the hunting, we've been in an ice storm. Yep. It Thanksgiving in Texas, you just never know what you kind of weather you're gonna get. Know. And so a hundred thousand people crowded around when they light that thing that, that everyone has to back up and you would see people with their eyebrows missing who <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> were up on that those core guys who were up on that front row and you want it to be it. cold you want it to be cold You're oh like, you need it to be cold and then as soon as they light that thing up people just start unzipping jackets <laughs> they take off sweatshirts yeah <laughs> you know now now it's off campus of course we had the the uh you know, the accident several years ago that, that killed 12 Aggies. So they've, they've moved it off campus. They have engineering firms that over, you know, overlook it. Yep. It's not quite the wedding cake stack that it used to be. But one thing that is cool about it now is there's vendors now. So you can just go get uh, tons of food and drink yeah. all around. You so there's some improvements. A, sure, absolutely. And have you been to many Aggie weddings where the groom's cake is at a bonfire? Uh, no, not many. It, that's the standard. <laughs> that's yeah. the standard answer. Yeah, well, people, the groom's cake is usually chocolate. Logs are brown. So, right. you know, it kind of works. There you go. I, I've seen the stadium done. Yep. Yep. I've seen the chicken, seen some different things. So you and I would go to the game. Well, we'd go to bonfire, then go to the game. Then the next morning we'd hop up, 
your parents by then had moved out to California. Mm-hmm. So we'd go back to Abilene and we would have Thanksgiving at my grandmother's house. Yeah, my tradition became your tradition. <clears throat> and I would then go you and... discovered what turkey and dressing was supposed to taste like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the only thing looking back, like I said, what I like at your grandmother's cooking now is she did cook that thing in the oven. Yes. And so you, the the natural smoke side of it, now you and I inject our birds. We right. do all kinds of stuff to but, trick it up. But her gravy. Whew. It was off the chart. The closest I can come to that is Williams Sonoma's gravy base yeah. is pretty pretty I solid. Know. I've tried. I'm I'm terrible, but so then we would load up and she would make each of us our own Ziploc bag of divinity. Yeah, and divinity. no one else could have our two divinities. By the way, divinity is dead now. Yeah. No, no, no one's gonna put the work. No, in. our no wife our age is making no. divinity. Don did it one time just to show me it could be done. It was great. But that was, yeah, it's too much work. This just in, we have a free hat for anybody that will make us some divinity. <laughs> You're right. Send it to us, mail it to us, bring it to us. You'll get a What's Next podcast hat. Yeah. That's going on and, right now. And by the way, the hat. I just came up with a sweepstakes. <laughs> People are scrambling Google <laughs> as we speak. Figure it out. First of all, what is divinity? Yeah. Who are these southern morons that eat? Divinity it, is basically... And- Sugar mushroom pecan heaven. <laughs> mushroom. I mean, not mushroom. Marshmallow. <laughs> okay, it's Salisbury steak with right. mushrooms mm-hmm. on it. <laughs> no wonder no one makes it anymore. It's a nugget of marshmallow cream, sugar, and pecan, cooked at exactly the right temperature, humidity, and it falls apart in your mouth. Yeah. So. My wife has gotten big time into this British cooking show, and I keep waiting for the Divinity episode. Right. <laughs> that way she'll start making that. Okay, so we send an email to BritishCookingShow.com. Right. That's how it say, works. And say, let's have a Divinity, a, a Divinity off. There you go. Divinity off. I like that. So after we got out of school, you know, I would still go to my grandmother's and do stuff like that, but sometimes... When families get larger and they can't all get together again because not everybody lives in the same town, right? We started Friendsgiving. Yeah, I I prefer Friendsgiving. I know you do. And so, just like this week, I've already had my family Thanksgiving. Yep, knocked that bad boy out on Sunday. But Friendsgiving to me is far superior, and the reason is you're. Only with people you've invited. You're not genetically required to hang out with them. There is no family that you can convince me of that you like every member of. <laughs> There's nope. <laughs> Doesn't happen. So I like that control piece. But yeah, Friendsgiving became a big player. That's when also I became responsible for cooking the bird. Right. And I remember my first Thanksgiving in Tampa. My brother came out, and so you know this is a dated story because we don't hang, but when I woke up in the morning and walked out to the kitchen, my turkey, Dave, was already in the oven, and I was like, what, 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 what's going on? And my brother said, oh, well, you hadn't put the turkey in? So I took it out and went ahead and got it started because don't those take like six, eight hours? I was like, uh, you're at my house. Uh, and <laughs> I've got and, this. And you usually have chicken for Thanksgiving. Right, yeah. <laughs> what do you know about a turkey? What would anyone in our family know about a turkey? <laughs> but I had the big green egg, and those things cook a turkey pretty fast, right? Three hours. And But now i got to scramble because the internal temperature of my turkey is already... <laughs> 
above room temperature. So that it takes a little training. You know, anytime you're releasing control from the parent or the grandparent to you and you become in charge of cooking, it's a power struggle That's a little right. bit. So, yeah, we had to figure that out in our family. And then when you and me have Thanksgiving together, we have a blinking contest to see who's going to blink first. <laughs> All right. Are we going to fry it? Are we going to smoke it? Ooh. Are we going to cook in the oven in a bag, in a roaster? Yeah. There's no real losing of, of those things. No. So what I've started doing is what I call the triple threat. So I brine the turkey, and I've moved to a dry brine. Okay, wait, wait, wait. The triple threat. Yeah. Because I'm doing three things. Inspired by the poster. <laughs> right, yeah. With Michael Irvin. Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman and Emmett okay, Smith. Smith. Okay. I, I am a Dallas Cowboy okay. fan, All yeah. Right, I like it. All right, so... A lot of people would brine their turkey and then roast it, and that's fine. Right. I brine it. But then the double threat, the Emmett Smith comes in. So let's say brining is the Troy Eggman. It's the okay. thing that holds it all together. Very consistent. Right? Yes. Uh, now I'm going to bring in the Flash. I'm going to bring in my Michael, Irvin. <laughs> Michael Irvin, the playmaker, and I'm going to inject it. All right. Now, you got me started on injecting. I love injecting. Yeah, so I inject. Uh, now, you have done multiple different types of marinade. Oh, I like yeah. to keep it consistent. No. Uh, 50-50. Yeah, so I do a Cajun uh, injection, butter, beer, and Cajun seasoning. Inject it all throughout to the point where, like, if, if you just inject any more, it just oozes out of multiple pores. And I've got that thing. And then I smoke it with the, uh, you know, with the soaked wood chips and get that good wood flavor. So... Uh, I call that the triple threat. Right. So I like the triple threat. I didn't actually have a name for it, but you and I had compared notes. Yep. I injected teriyaki one side, yep. regular one side, I guess. What's just regular? Melted butter. Oh, just butter. No seasoning. I preferred the melted butter. It tasted like a biscuit. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> Well, I never liked the teriyaki side. Yeah. So yeah. So I I, I went like the, the other teriyaki way. side. And as then well. I married a you know a Cajun yeah. girl. So so when we used to we had Thanksgiving out at the lake one time we fried a turkey out there mm -hmm. and watched the Aggies. Th um, that to me, them. by the way, is one of the best ways of doing the turkey. Yeah. And do they only do that in the South or do do people up north fry the? I assume only because you have to be outside. Yeah. And it's not two degrees now. My mother-in-law up in Montana, who was a brand new egg user. Um, yes, I, she heard about the big green egg on our podcast. Yeah. And so I would assume they're going to call any day now with the sponsorship. <laughs> right. Yeah. Of course. So Just I mailed, like the, uh, the veggie mix. Yeah. I mailed her some hashtag meat church bird bath brine. Oh yeah. Is that good? Yeah. It's great. And so it's just a pre-made brine. And so you put it in your Yeti is how I do it. Mm -hmm. I have a Yeti cooler, yeti.com call any day. Um, and then I'd actually tilt the Yeti with a four by four board. And so all the <laughs> brine will be on the Turkey, <laughs> the high tech four by four board. It, it looks so Mr. Green jeans over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the, the Turkey for me is the work of art. The one thing that I have not had since your grandmother passed is anyone who can really elevate their game with the, with the dressing. Right now, the one thing when we lived in Tampa, as you know, I was good friends with Keith McCabe. And Keith's mother-in-law, at the time, would stuff the turkey. Never understood that. People in the South don't stuff the turkey. No. And she did. And I could not wait. I was so excited. Like, I made a bet 
that the payoff was she would cook me a turkey and it would be stuffed. Yeah, it was a non-event. No. It, it added no value. It was wet. Because down here, we need a 36 by 24 pan of dressing. <laughs> not not a little mini basketball size dressing. No. It, your grandmother's recipe that had not been multiplied by four, that would go inside of the dressing. That's right. Yeah, that was uh, stuffing, the, not dressing. Now, the multiply by four, that's what normal people eat. Yeah. So, let's, let's do the quick lineup of what you have to have okay. on your Thanksgiving plate. All right. Green beans, is that a must for you? No. Okay. Green beans. You, did you hear the word green? It's <laughs> right. the dumbest question I, you've ever asked me. Dave, I've known you forever. <laughs> I always ask with such hope, right? Uh, earlier in the kitchen, like, hey, Dave, do you like pickles? You're like, no. Why? They're green. <laughs> I'm always so optimistic. I've never seen though. a flying pickle, a running pickle, a swimming pickle. <laughs> now, would you do the broccoli, cheese, and rice casserole? If it's diced small enough, yes. There's like four kinds of like uh, cream soup in that. And it's delicious. That's one thing that someone rolled up into my uh, house one time when we were living in Colleyville. I invited a client, and she came with it deconstructed, ready to put it together. I saw no cream of mushroom, no cream of no. chicken. She had gotten this recipe from Whole Foods. I was like, do not bring experiments to Thanksgiving. No. I sent you the recipe. You should know. So my sister-in-law, she's always in charge of potato bake. And one Thanksgiving, she showed up with hash brown potato bake. What is potato bake? So potato bake is for, it's basically mashed potato casserole with cheese on top. Oh, that sounds good. It's amazing. Yeah, sounds like a twice-baked potato or something. But she showed up, she had seen on Pinterest this hash brown version. (laughs) And of course, I went, ooh. Just drop my shoulders because her other potato bake is amazing. Yeah, why would you mess around? It was terrific. You want to mess around on that on a Tuesday, not on Thursday the 25th. Now my nephew, who has taken a culinary class in high school, now he's in charge of potato bake. Okay. And he he lifts high on the elbow with the butter and the cream and the, oh, it's good. Yeah, so... that was the next one, okay. is uh, some form of potato dish. Right. That's a 1,000%. Yep. I'm the same way. We've moved to, uh, I know you just look the other way. Don't make eye contact when I say this, but we've, we've moved to uh, cauliflower instead of uh, mashed potatoes. Okay. Um, so sorry to disappoint you there, yeah. but it tastes I love kind you, of Morgan, the same, except it smells like a fart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, always a small can of black-eyed peas. For me and my other two cousins who didn't eat vegetables. Okay. So we had to have black eyed peas, which always made the football game fun because there's a lot of farting going on. <laughs> yeah. So the black eyed peas is the New Year's for us. We, yep. we definitely do yeah, that on New Year's. Too. Now, the one thing that I've got to have is a dinner roll. Yep. You got to have dinner rolls? Got to have dinner rolls. Okay. So gravy, turkey, right. mashed potato. Yep. So far, everything's kind of white and brown on your plate. Yep. Yeah. As always. And any cranberry sauce. You make cranberry, and the next time you make it, I will try it. Mm-hmm. But the cranberry that looks like the can it came out no. of, I'm out. No, 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 no. You got to have fresh squeezed oranges. You got to make apple cider. You got to yep. you got to uh, dissolve dark brown sugar into it. Then the cranberries come in. So if I give you your choice, a fried turkey, B, oven turkey. I know you're not picking that one. No, that Or C, smoked turkey. Mm-hmm. Which one of those are you choosing? 
The the best one that I've ever had is the fried turkey. Okay. Uh, I don't have I I do actually have the equipment because now I can boil crawfish, so I could mm-hmm. use that. But so here's <laughs> this is where Morgan is my daughter's rubbed off on me. Looking at I don't know, five gallons of vegetable oil that you Oh, it's a mess that you've used. And wondering, like, do I just sneak out at two in the morning and pour this down the, the drain in the street, or how do I get rid of this? You know, so it's easier for me to smoke it and not have to deal yeah. with all and that. So the day <clears throat> now, the day before Thanksgiving, Kyle and I will cook for a lot of friends and family. We'll smoke turkeys on my big smoker, and I think that's become my favorite now. It just it's a slow, slow cook. All keeps all the juices in. I maybe. I prefer the smoke now. Yeah, it, it's it's a hell of a lot less messy. The one thing that um, I was curious about with you, have you ever been to a Dallas Cowboy game on Thanksgiving? I have not. Um, I've been invited. I usually have something going on family-wise, and so I've just never been able to go. Yeah, well, I was living in Stillwater, Oklahoma. My parents got tickets. I, If, if pressed, I would tell you we played the Philadelphia Eagles. But I don't really remember. I, I do remember we set up really high, but I didn't care. I was a kid, and, man, I was at the Cowboy game on Thanksgiving. And before, we went to Luby's Cafeteria. Now, they're dishing out turkey and dressing like crazy. Like, everyone in line, turkey and dressing, turkey and dressing, turkey and dressing. That's why people are there. Yeah. Well, my eight-year-old self, you know, rolls up, and I'm like, well, we don't eat turkey. You know, my grandmother doesn't like turkey. I'm solidarity, brother. So I order fried chicken. And they're like, just deer in the headlights look. And my parents, of course, look at me like, don't you want turkey and dressing this Thanksgiving? They're like, no, I want fried chicken. And now being a parent, I know what a shitty little kid I was, right? Well, they should have ordered for you. Yes. Do not give an eight-year-old the power to do this. They were done eating. We were waiting 25 more minutes for my fried chicken. We missed the opening kickoff to the, uh, to the Cowboy game waiting around for my stupid fried chicken. So after everybody has their turkey sandwich for dinner with Sammy and some leftover dressing on the side, mm-hmm. I even mix in a roll with that. Nice. Why not? Well, that should be the sandwich. You little mini sandwiches with the rolls. So now we get the leftovers. Mm-hmm. Normally, I will never eat leftovers. Yeah, I'm you're not, not a, a leftover, leftover guy. Yeah, but I just learned of a new, um, almost. An epiphany. Oh. I mean, almost uh, assembly line, cotton gin, Eli Whit- Whitley. I mean. What a reward for th- the people who've stuck this, with us for 25 minutes. This thing is going to be so great. Uh-huh. What is this? You would make an entire plate as if you were going to eat it. Yes. Wrap it up and put it in the fridge. Yeah. So when we had, when we had the lake house. Yes. We would cook Thanksgiving. Did you like the way I said cook Thanksgiving? Yeah. And before everyone put it up, I was like, you know, I got this genius idea. I bought these giant paper plates that had the sections in them. Okay. And I would fill up a little mashed potato, a little of the broccoli and rice casserole, you know, a little of the green beans, because that's important for me. And then, of course, the turkey and the dressing. And then I would saran wrap, or actually press and seal. One plate. One plate. Okay. And then I would stack that with, like, 20 plates. And we would just sit there all weekend, and all you had to do was take a plate out, throw it in the microwave, heat it up, eat it, and throw away the paper plate. Genius. Yeah, it was unbelievable. But I don't have the fridge space for that now. 
the other thing that I realized was I was the only one who liked every dish, and so a lot of people were just throwing away something with a giant clump of mashed potatoes that they weren't going to eat or whatever. But yeah, that was, I thought I had saved the planet. So at the end of the night, you've watched two ball games, sometimes three. Yep. You've had all your meals. You've shooed everybody away. The people that you like, you hug and say goodbye. The mm-hmm. people you care for, you <laughs> hug Out of obligation, <laughs> legal obligation. The genetic DNA requirement for you to be friends with them. Right. And then what happens? Well, me. At your house. Yeah, at my house. I It is Thanksgiving night. I hopefully it's not hot as a booger like it is right now. Right. Start a fire. Yep. And then we kick on planes, trains, and automobiles. One of the best movies ever. Yeah. We either do it Thanksgiving night, depending on the game lineup, or the night before. But we've only missed like one or two Thanksgivings since the movie has been available on yeah. disc or whatever. And that is the holiday tradition. We do that. Sometimes Taylor talks me into Christmas vacation, and we just oh, get, get excited it, get about it started it. up early. Nice. Because another uh, Thanksgiving tradition is I don't allow in my truck Christmas carol music until the Sunday on the way home from Thanksgiving. Yeah, well, if anyone could see us right now, Dave, you and I are smushed into the corner of our studio, which is the garage. Yes. Because... I went and got all the Thanksgiving stuff out of storage today, and that's the Christmas stuff. As yeah, as Morgan said, as I was, she was helping me load it out. She goes, "Mom and I just we could put all of our stuff into one of these boxes." And <laughs> I don't know, what do you think? There's twenty. Yeah, yeah, I have the exact same amount. I don't even need an attic if it wasn't for Christmas. <laughs> right. Well, your Christmas stuff acts as insulation, which yeah. is nice. It keeps it, the heating. Built it up. does. It's very very nice. So I cannot wait um, for Thursday. We've got two days. I'll be smoking turkeys all day tomorrow for friends and family. Mm-hmm. Um, go down. How many are you going to smoke? Tomorrow, I think we're going to do eight. Okay. that mm-hmm. That's almost your whole smoker. You yep. said you could do 10 briskets max. Yep. So and you're going to so, do eight turkeys all at once? So I'll do two loads normally when we do, because sometimes I'll get some late calls this afternoon. But we usually do two loads, so we have a 12 o'clock pickup. And then we have a four o'clock pickup. And so people can come to people that need to leave town. I try to get theirs done early. And then people that are going to work or don't care, we have them come pick them up a little bit later. Yeah. You posted that photo on Facebook and you said, I'm smoking turkeys. All right. But I recognize that's a stock photo because those are turkeys from a couple of years ago. Because I don't blame you. That is the perfect shot. Like, that is the money shot. That is the most unbelievably golden turkeys I've ever seen. I have the picture of the one we cooked at Tailgate. Mm-hmm. And it was beautiful, but everything around it is ugly. <laughs> right. That one, we pulled it out. And a rainbow was <laughs> yeah. in the sky behind it. You guys have to check it out. You need to put it on. We need to put it on the Instagram. There was, there was some chorus playing, and then <laughs> and then Robert Ooh. Earl just busted into fa- Christmas family. Right. So, Dave, when, when you do that, that I saw those turkeys. I was like, oh shit, yeah, Don, I, I'm gonna order a turkey from Dave. He can cook one, you know, way better than I can. And Don reminded me, well, Blair, Thanksgiving is with Morgan this year. So we're doing a vegetarian Thanksgiving. But we 
I guess we're the honorary Californians. Mm-hmm. We're doing four separate Thanksgivings with small groups because of COVID. All right. And spaced out. So I'm about to attend another Thanksgiving after we finish this recording, sure. going over to Dave and, and Becky's. And it's just going to be us. So we have four separate Thanksgivings. One of mine is going to have taco soup. <laughs> One of them is going to have turkey and dressing, which will be great. All right. Uh, actually, two of them are going to have turkey and dressing. Uh, and then another one, we still haven't decided yet, but we're looking at like a um, a steak dish with a Korean flair. <laughs> so it's a weird Thanksgiving with COVID, man. That is the smorgasbord of Thanksgiving. Yeah. At least it's not turkey five times in a row. Yeah, no, th- that was uh, everyone's point. They're like, no one can handle that. <laughs> well, everybody have a happy Thanksgiving. We look forward to everybody listening next week. Be safe if you're traveling. Yeah. Hey, good seeing everybody. It was great having you in the studio. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.